as it advances its life. We're not that bad. Jeremiah, Aaron. It's now joining the conference. Get, uh, yeah, we'll get too much mud on it. <laughs> Welcome back. How's the wind? Beaver's not used to wet. Right. <laughs> I wish you should have called it. I got one. This meeting on Tuesday, February 6th at 6.33 to order. I um, want to welcome everybody here and I'm glad to see some rain. It's going to do our uh, waters and everything and that effect really great. So, uh, Ms. Varney, please do roll call. Council members Matthew Fenn, 
Here. Denise Rogers. Here. Terry Nolan. She's not online yet. Um, Amy Lance. Here. Uh, Gary Thomas uh, will not be joining us this evening. Um, Mayor Jeremiah Barron. And then Mayor John Hughes. Here. And John, do you want to speak about? Yes. So, uh, Mr. Thomas' uh, father had to go to the hospital, so that's why he wasn't here tonight. Mr. Thomas' father is in the hospital, so that's why he is not here tonight. Okay. Uh, everybody, please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. <coughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You may be seated. Anybody would like to remain standing? They may so for the invocation. Our Father in heaven, we're thankful for this, for the weather, the, the rain that thou has blessed this land with. We ask for thy continued blessing of moisture and that we'll refill our aquifers and refill our, our wells that we'll be able to continue to have the much needed moisture that we need in the soils. We're grateful for our health and our strength, for the safety that we're able to join here today. We ask thee to bless those that are not with us or that are homesick or, or afflicted, that they will uh, know that we are thinking of them and that they will be healed and that we will be able to reach out and help those that are in need. We ask for thy blessing as we come together this evening to <clears throat> help to make decisions in our town that we'll be able to do the things that are the best for the for the community and that we'll be able to know of the things that, that will benefit the most. And we're grateful for the many blessings that we've received. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <clears throat> Item 5A, Council Announcements about Outside Meetings and Committees. Um, I see it. So, last Tuesday, was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, um, we went to the town of the town uh, in Prescott Valley. And uh, now joining the conference. It was a uh, really of what what the city of Prescott Valley was doing and what they got coming up and uh, um, they made the note to uh, the collaboration of Yavapai County, Prescott, and Prescott Valley buying the 2,000 plus acres for Blastford Hill uh, to so the whole all the communities around here will be able to use that um, in the future. Uh, that will be topics and I think it's a county and those two cities came together. Free rain and trails and um, activities for all the communities around. So uh, Mr. Fields and Mr. Finn were there uh, and uh, it was a good day. All right. Else? All right. Item six, public comment on non-agendized items. The council wishes to hear from citizens each. Oh, sorry. Come on up, Miss Mortimer. Okay, okay. The council wishes to hear from the citizens of each meeting 
Individuals may address the council on any issue within its jurisdiction. Council members are forbidden by Arizona open meeting law from answering your questions raised, issues raised, and taking legal action on matters raised during public comment. A three-minute per speaker limit shall be imposed. Everyone should read the notation on the agenda, which more fully explains the laws and the procedurals for public comment. All right, Ms. Mortimer. Mayor Charla Mortimer, I'm chair of the General Plan Steering Committee. Wanted to announce and, and make it known to the council that we were able to have our meeting last Tuesday evening, um, and we did were able to pass what we felt was our um, completed, uh, as far as our committee goes, the the general plan. So it is ready to move on to the next step whenever you guys are ready. But I just wanted to make that announcement that the committee all came together, did a great job. I appreciated everyone's help and support in that. And uh, I think that we, we came up with a good document. So we're excited to see that move forward through the process and looking forward to helping with that again in the future if there's any other needs that are, that are needed. Um, I also wanted to thank Chelsea and Dan for all their help with the, and also um, Nell, and she came in and helped with the maps and things like that as well. So it was definitely a group effort over a long period of time. And so I'm very happy to say that we did complete that task. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, Ms. Preston. Ashley Preston, Dewey Humboldt, um, to the community, if anyone has any comments over the events that have taken place over the last week, I ask that you please hold them until we discuss the Superfund later on in the agenda and I'm able to read my statement. Thank you. Ms. Collins. I realize that man, Council Member Nolan is attending by phone, but we still have the conflict of interest uh, clause in our code. And I'm asking that he is not included in any sort of discussion on that, especially executive session. Um, doesn't matter whether he declares his conflict or not. The government's already declared it. He's a responsible party. Bobby Blue Hills. I just wanted to let you guys know, and this would be a good day because it's going to be a crappy weather all week. Um, for upcoming events, uh, I can point this out very easily now. Up near Martha Way, over there off of Henderson and Conchita, up in that area in Blue Hills. Ideal time is because you have all this rain, and once you get north, south, east, west of Martha Way going up the hill towards my place, you can start feeling the cracks in the crack seal. Well, this is perfect because the drainage ditches up there have not been cleaned. And you have three choices up on that mountain, sand, rock, or clay. Everything's clay on the other side of Martha Way. Clay is expansive. Water sits in the ditch, it swells, it soaks into the road base. The road swells, you get cracks. Then it gets cold and the pavement shrinks. Then when it gets hot, it swells back out. But you have the cracks, you can fill it with crack seal, you can fill it with rocks, you can fill it with tar, but until you get the drainage fixed, those cracks are just going to keep open more and more. So food for thought in the future here. They have all week on a rainy day schedule. I don't see anybody weed eating in the rain. Might want to just take a ride and you can feel the roads and then take a look because on the one side of the ditches, there's two, three foot of brush in there and they've yet to be clean in 12 years I've lived up here might not be a bad idea to go ahead and clean these ditches because if you get the water to go downhill, it doesn't swell your roads. Food for thought and save you some money in the long run. Thank you. 
everybody else. Alright, see you in nine. Good evening, Mayor, Council, Citizens, Community, Jason, Chisholm, Town of Dewey, Humboldt. Um, on the, what John reads at the beginning of every meeting before public comment, the third sentence states for the record to state their name. Are we using nicknames now? Is it okay to use nicknames? Is it proper decorum to use nicknames? Um, this is for the record. We can't expect Chelsea or Beth or whoever's doing the minutes to know who Bobby Blue Hills is or whoever the nickname is. So if we're asked to state our name, we need to state our proper first and last mm. name. This is a business meeting, not a three-ring circus clown show. So, you know, if we're going to start using nicknames, I'll get creative and I'll come up with a nickname myself. And I'll do that for each and every one of you, too. Thank you. Oh, this is a question, actually, for Dan. Tom will Blue Hills. That pothole at the bottom of the hill, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Do we find out who owns it? Okay. Well, just food for thought, because that hole is, it gets bigger every day. Thanks. First of Bagwell, Humboldt. I would like to bring up to the town manager again to get a hold of the landlord and get the driveway fixed. There's going to be a crash there, or I'm going to turn in um, repairs to the landlord when my car falls in that hole. Thank you. Oh, you're good. From now on. Yes, Ms. Rogers. Um, considering the weather and everything and the travel required for our esteemed colleagues here. Okay. Let's get the general business and then I'll move it. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, item seven, town manager's report. Yes, mayor and council members. Um, I'll just answer those questions that just came up. Uh, yes, the hole that's on Kachina, we actually uh, have had uh, a couple of complaints even up to today. And uh, I sat down with Jade. It is an ADOTS area. But what I um, told Jade to do is we're going to get a hold of ADOT, whoever handles this area, and tell them, that they need to fix that, and if they don't, we're gonna have to, you know, try to work something out with them to get that fixed. Um, as to the uh, the post office driveway, uh, the uh, landlord does know about it. They're gonna fix it, but it's gonna be in April when the the weather gets warmer. At least I believe that it was April, wasn't it? Yes, April. And that's it. Thank you. Moving on, item eight. There is nothing for the consent agenda. So we're going to move on to item nine, general business. At this time, we're going to take and move 
item F, G, and H to the front of the pack so that we can move with these attorneys so they can get back down the mountain to the valley before weather changes. This lands. Can we do that? I, I mean, because every week we have to do this, and I've asked every week, and it, you know, can we just do that on the agenda instead of having to change it every time? Just put them at the front. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Those two right there, they're the ones that make because, the agenda. Because, I mean, every they week be doing it. we're asking for it because, so that we can get you guys down the hill so that people don't that, that are staying for it can get to it. Thank you. Okay, so at this time, we're going to move on to item E, discuss and possible action. Oh, sorry, F, my bad. Possible vote to recess the executive session pursuant to ARS 38-431.03, A3, A4, and A7 for legal advice, consultation, and direction concerning various matters pertaining to the Iron King Mine and Humboldt Smelter Superfund site. Mr. Finn. Uh, yeah, I'd like to make a motion to recess into executive session as you stated. Uh, so to still go into E session if we find it necessary. I'll second. All right. Motion made by Mr. Finn, second by Ms. Rogers. Any discussion on the motion? Okay. Seeing none, Ms. Mr. Mayor, Roper. we could explain that last comment. Okay. Okay. Under the open meeting law, you as the public body can invite persons to attend if you believe their attendance is to give you factual information. Okay. And I think by I'm, I'm assuming that's why I think when you go up to that, you're, you're automatically you're, you're saying you need her for information. Yes. Miss okay. Lance. So there's something pertinent that we need to be said that would be need to be said in E session. Because I don't see that we need to go into E session at this point. You raise a good point, but here's the issue. You know that EPA watches. And no. we, well, we, we and it may be that we, we want to go public with everything, but I think what we'd like to do is explain to you what we're gonna say in public. And then we can come out of E session and say it in public. Just so you're you're the client, you can decide what's in E session or not. <coughs> this was a difficult week and uh, I think I think the town needs to show, show unity relative to EPA. Um, I think they've realized that they, if they have a problem, they will have a letter to the mayor. And uh, 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 we can, so I think we should, we, I know I've said this before and some of the back, I think it could be relatively brief, but I do think we ought to frame the issues in these sessions and come out. Uh, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to comment, Charlotte, I mean, the fact that the General Plan Steering Committee was able to produce something is a great step forward. And that will, with, with EPA watching, it's the general plan that can accomplish some of the things EPA wants. We'd like to discuss with you what we think EPA wants. We'd like to get guidance from you as sort of a negotiating strategy. Then we can come out assuming we get the right guidance. I don't think it should be very long. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Sims. Okay. Ashley, uh, come on. Well, no, I'm just trying to say because we're in the we're only discussing the motion right at the moment, so I know what you're wanting, but we're in the motion. You want me to wait till you vote on the e session? This you're needs... going to come in there. Yes, okay. but this needs to be said before e session. Right. So that's up to you, Mr. Sims. I, I think if that information is important for 
you, the council, okay. and for the public to know okay. Perfect. Going to perfectly appropriate. I'm good with that. I just was yes, on the yes, discussion sir. of okay. the motion. So I will I will, trouble with the AG. I will I pause the motion and we'll listen to Ms. Preston because this is important information. So go ahead, Ms. Preston. I don't normally write out my statements. I stand up here and I speak from my heart and I pour my life into protecting this community and especially our children. But tonight I want to be very clear on my position and why. This may take longer than my three minutes. I'm now allotted. But if I am stopped, I'm sure there's a member of the community who will give up their three minutes. Okay. All right. It was clocking down, so okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the events of the last two months, and more specifically, the last week and a half, have left me exhausted. But not as exhausted as my friend and neighbor who was just diagnosed with stage four cancer with a 20% chance of survival at the age of 43. Or not as exhausted as I was over the summer when my son and I took care of our neighbor and held his hands as he took his last breath from cancer. Or not as exhausted as I was during the year I spent trying to help a mother and friend wrap her mind around the fact that she would never hold her two-year-old son again. I was asked last week how successful I have been over the last 15 years. This wasn't the first time this person has asked me that question over the last year. My initial response was complete outrage and a big F you. I am sure all of you have heard about my tactful conversations. Do I regret my reaction? Maybe. Would I do it differently if given the chance? I don't think I would. In 15 years, no one in this community has heard me talk the way I did last Sunday night. But I will say it was 15 years of frustrations, 15 years of being ignored, and ultimately 15 years of fighting for the lives of our community members. I understand now that this problem was simply caused by two different definitions of success. I don't measure success as monetarily, politically, or even video views. I measure success through the eyes of our community members who continually find themselves fighting for their lives. I measure it through the eyes of a family who had a dream to move here to be self-sufficient and provide their children a safe place to play, only to find themselves holding on for dear life and waking up every day wondering if they are just slowly poisoning their children. And more importantly, I measure it through the eyes of my husband, and my children. Clearly, we are not the same. I was told over the last week by someone different in so many words to calm down and don't lose sight of the objective. My objective has always been the health of our children and continues to be my objective tonight. I have had so many people reach out to me over the last week, people I've never spoken to, people who have never liked the post of mine, or who have never came to a meeting, with almost Every true emotion of gratitude came another report of sickness or cancer. It was so overwhelming for me that I deleted my Facebook for a few days to get my feet back under me. One person can only handle so much negativity and sickness and death before it starts affecting their personal life. This is exactly what this community heard from me last Sunday night. I was very clear with this team in the beginning on how stressful managing the situation was for me. I have had to fight a battle around every corner I turn. This community watched me fight to even be able to speak with Jim and Steve in the beginning. I then had to be 
fight to be fully involved as only being updated once a month was completely a waste of my time and had absolutely no benefit to the town. I had the information they needed immediately. My comment to the team back in December after hearing the details of the November 2nd meeting was this. If this team feels like the information I have provided to date is factual, if you think I have the ability to help this town on a greater scale, then you find a way to fully involve me or lose my number. Obviously, this community knows the outcome because the town manager's environmental advisory committee was formed. Since then, I have not missed one meeting. Where everyone else's personal or work schedules have conflicted at times, my life has only been scheduled around this issue. That means all five of my children take a back seat. That means I miss my son's 16th birthday. It means I don't sign my boys up for Little League because how can I possibly meet the demands of that on top of this? I've been asked multiple times why the media isn't involved or why I haven't pushed that avenue to the extent I can. The answer is simple for those who choose to understand. Our community wasn't ready. Our community didn't even have the basic knowledge of what was happening. Our council wasn't united and was ultimately less informed than the general public was on this issue. I may be a lot of things, but dumb isn't one of them. I know who on this council has supported me. I know who sits silently through the majority of the meetings. And I know the ones who have blatantly tried to stop me or think they personally can do better. I also understand that each one of these responses is simply due to a lack of knowledge regarding this issue. If someone doesn't understand an issue, very seldom does one try to learn. Our immediate response is usually ignore or discredit. This has been happening in our community for far too long. That is why this community has seen me trying to educate not only this council, but the community as a whole for 15 years. We cannot do better until we know better, and ready or not, you should all buckle up for the roller coaster we all call the media because it's begun. This last week, I was at one of my lowest points throughout this fight. I had no idea what my position would look like from here on out, nor did I know if I even wanted to have a dog in the fight anymore. One of my tasks on the team was to follow up with the school board regarding the town's desire for testing at the school. I asked the team, who in my absence would attend this meeting and follow up for the safety of our children? The answer? There simply wasn't anyone to take my place. I once again pulled myself up and attended this meeting. I found myself embarrassed and beat down as it was just a week ago that I had told the district I was working with the town. And now I had no idea where I stood. I just stood. I stumbled all over myself on what I had to say and I just kept asking myself, why, why was I there? Why do I keep giving of myself? I said what I had to say and I ran out the door as fast as I could, telling myself I was done. Right then I heard a man yell for me to stop. It caught me off guard and I tried to gather my composure. The voice I heard behind me was a fellow parent whose kids attend Humboldt Elementary School. He explained how they live in PV but their kids attend school here. He went on to explain how his kids are constantly sick and not normal kids sick. He just knew something was wrong. He said he has had them tested for everything he could think of and even had their home tested for mold, all of which gave him no answers. He explained how the only thing left for him to look into was the school they were attending, hence his attendance at the school board meeting that night.
This right here is the very reason I continue to fight. It's our children. It's the fact that I can give confidence to a concerned father that he is not crazy. We have major issues to be addressed. Out of these conversations with the school, I was able to alert them to the fact that their water filters at their drinking fountains have not been changed in five years. Five years. 400 kids at our local school have been drinking water through filters that are supposed to be changed every three to six months. And we are going on five years. This is a complete failure by every adult and every agency who is supposed to be protecting our children. This must stop immediately. Every person in this room needs to pull their head out of the sand and see the bigger picture that we all face. I know that EPA is watching this meeting, as well as social media and the local Facebook pages. This battle that we all face is huge. We are up against the federal government, and we are fighting literally for our lives and the lives of our children. I absolutely do not want to hear another word about the events of the last week. I do not want anything discussed regarding who did what or who said what. We have the health of our children in our hands, and we must stand united in that fact. We can move forward from here, or it can all implode on itself. Everyone in this room needs to set their personal feelings aside, including me. And believe me, that's a hard pill to swallow. We are all adults, and every one of us affected by this issue in one way or another. I still don't know what my role in this community is at this point. I have had discussions with Jim repeatedly on my issues regarding my position on the committee. On one hand, I felt like I was helping the town understand a very complex issue, but being on the inside left me feeling like the community members were left in the dark. It's an issue that Jim and I were continually trying to solve. I have contemplated bringing this issue up for council discussion or team discussions, but ultimately tonight, I want the community to make that decision. Where does the community want to see me? On the inside asking the tough questions or the outside? I understand that this is strictly the council's decision, but I personally need to understand what the community wants and I think it's important for the council to understand what the community wants. To the community, a simple statement of inside or outside will do just fine. And finally, the last thing I will say is this. Regardless of my position with the town, we still have an environmental team, which is made up of some of the most intelligent and compassionate people. In the last two months, we have all been able to work through our differences, and believe me, with six people, there are a lot of differences. We have all been able to play our respective roles to the best of our ability, all while supporting the next in their role. It may have taken this team a little while to understand each player's lane, but we are all committed to do so. And in my opinion, we have all worked very well together. It's actually quite easy to do when you keep the main objective in the forefront, and that is the health of our children. That being said, however tonight turns out, I would absolutely recommend that this community bring any environmental issue directly to the team. Every person in this room has something they can add to this fight. If you are able to make a video and have the time, offer that to the team. If you manage a Facebook page and are willing to put information out, offer it to the team. If you have time to learn and man a station during the community outreach, offer it to the team. 
If you can attend a school board meeting and make sure Humble Elementary School isn't forgotten about, offer it to the team. If you say, I can't do any of that, you can talk to your neighbors and you can show up. I will not quit fighting for the health and safety of our children. Tonight just determines whether we fight against each other or with each other. attorneys have to say, we will be 